श्री गुरु चरण सरोज रज निज मनु मुखर सुधारी बरनऊ रघुबर विमल जसु जोदायक फल चारी बुद्धिहीन तनु जानिके सुमिरो पवन कुमार बल बुद्धि विद्या देहु मोहे हर कलेश विकार हनुमान ज्ञान गुण सागर जय कपीश तिहु लोक उजागर राम दूत अतुलित बल धामा अंजनि पुत्र पवन सुत नामा महावीर विक्रम बजरंगी कुमति निवारि सुमति के संगी कंजन बरन विराज सुबेशा कानन कुंडल कुंचित केशा हाथ बज और बजा विराजे कांदे मुंज जने मूसाजे संकर सुवन केसरी नंदन तेज प्रताप महाजगबंद विद्यावान गुणी अति चातुर राम काज करिबे को आतुर प्रभु चरित्र सुनिबे को रसिया राम लखन सीता मन बसिया सूक्ष्म रूप धरिसी दिखावा विकट रूप धरि लंक जरावा भीम रूप धरि असुर सहारे राम चंद्र के काज सवारे लाय सजीवन लखन जी आये श्री रघुबीर हर शिवर लाय रघुपति कीनी बहुत बढ़ाई तुम मम्रिय वरत समाई सहस बदन तुम रोज सिखावे अस कही श्रीपति कंठ लगावे सनकादिक ब्रह्मादि मुनीसा नारद सारद सहित अहिसा जम कुबेर दिग पाल जहाते कवि को विद कही सके कहते तुम उपकार सुग्रीव निकीना राम मिलाए राजपत दीना तुम रो मंत्र विभीषण माना लंकेश्वर भय सब जग जाना जुग सहस्त्र जो जन पर भानु लीलोता मधुर फल जानु प्रभु मुद्रिका मेरी मुख माही जल दिलांगी गए अचरज नाही दुर्गम काज जगत के जेते सुगम अनुग्रह तुम रे देते राम दुआरे तुम रखवारे होत न आज्ञा बिनु पैसारे सब सुख रहे तुम्हारी शरणा तुम रक्षक का हुपो डरना आपन तेज समारो आपे तीनों लोक हाकते कापे भूत पिशाच निकट नहीं आवे महावीर जब नाम सुनावे ना से रोग हरे सब पीरा जपत निरंतर हनुमत बीरा संकट ते हनुमान छुड़ावे मन क्रम वचन ध्यान जो लावे सब पर राम तपस्वी राजा इनके काज सकल तुम साजा और मनोरथ जो कोई लावे सोई अमित जीवन फल पावे चारों जुग पर ताप तुम्हारा है पर सिद्ध जगत उजियारा साधु संत के तुम रखवारे असुर निकंदन राम दुलारे अष्ट सिद्धि निधि के दाता असुर दीन जान की माता राम रसायन तुम्हारे पासा सदा रहो रघुपति के दासा तुम्हारे भजन राम को पावे जन्म जन्म के दुख बिसरावे अंतकाल रघुबर पुर जाई जहाँ जन्म हरि भक्त कहाई और देवता चिंतन धरई हनुमत से ही सर्व सुख करई संकट कटे मिटे सब पीरा जो सुमिरे हनुमत बल बीरा जय 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 हनुमान गुसाई कृपा करो गुरुदेव की नाई जो सतवार पाठ कर कोई छूट बंदी महासुख होई जो यह पढ़ हनुमान चलीसा हो सिद्धि साखी गौरीसा तुलसीदास सदा हरि चेरा की जय नाथ विधेरा
ಪವಂತನೆ ಸಂಕಟಹರನ ಮಂಗಲ ಮೂರದಿ ರೂಪ ರಾಮಲಖನ ಸೀತಾ ಸಹಿತ ಹೃದಯ ಬಸೋ ಸುರಭೂಪಸಿಯಾವರಾಮಚಂದ್ರ ಕೀ ಜಯ ಉಮಾಪತಿ ಮಹಾದೇವ ಕೀ ಜಯ ಪವನ ಸುತ ಹನುಮಾನ ಕೀ ಜಯ ಬುಲೋರಿ ಭಾಯಿ ಸಬ ಸಂತನ ಕೀ ಜಯ ಜೈ ಶ್ರೀರಾಮ ಜೈ ಶ್ರೀ ಕೃಷ್ಣ ಜೈ ಹನುಮಾನ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ವಾಟ್ ಇಸ್ ದಿಸ್ ಟುಡೇ ಶಿವರಾತ್ರಿ ಸೊ ಹ್ಯಾಪಿ ಶಿವರಾತ್ರಿ ಟು ಎವ್ರಿಬಡಿ ಸೊ ಇಟ್ ಇಸ್ ಶಿವರಾತ್ರಿ ಟುಡೇಸ್ ಇನ್ ಬ್ಯೂಟಿಫುಲ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಡ್ಯೂ ದಿಸ್ ಟೈಮ್ ಐ ಆಸ್ ಗೋಯಿಂಗ್ ಟು ಮಾತಾಜಿ ಸತ್ಸಂಗ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ದರ್ ಇಸ್ ಸಮಥಿಂಗ್ ದಟ್ ಸ್ಟ್ರಕ್ ಮೈ ಹಾರ್ಟ್ ಸೊ ಬ್ಯೂಟಿಫುಲಿ ಸಮಟೈಮ್ಸ್ ವಿ ಡೂ ಸಮಥಿಂಗ್ ಸೋ ಅನ್ನೋಯಿಂಗ್ಲಿ ವಿದೌಟ್ ನೋಯಿಂಗ್ ದ ಮೀನಿಂಗ್ ಆಫ್ ಸಪೋಸ್ ವಿ ಜಸ್ಟ್ ಫಗೆಟ್ ದ ಮೀನಿಂಗ್ ಬಿಕಾಸ್ ಆಫ್ ದ ರುಟೀನ್ and there she describes the first stanza and it is it comes in the ayodhya kand the minute you start it's the first doha in ramcharitramanas also so it is shri guru charana saroj raj nij manu mukur sudhari varnahu raghuvar vimal jasu jo dayaku phal chari isn't it so beautiful and it is it is so understandable how can a finite being sing the glories of that infinite which nobody can understand isn't it you try to understand god eventually you will keep saying ki nahi abhi to aur samajhna it will never end right so what do you do you turn to the guru hanuman ji is shri guru charana saroj raj the dust of your feet i put on my head i cleanse myself with it and after that shri guru charana saroj raj nich mano mukar sudhari i cleanse myself i clean my being see we are definitely not very clean beings we all cook right we go to the kitchen we cook how long does our cooked food last suppose you make sambar and rice or idli sambar or dal chawal how long will that food last next week hai na and many a times you would not even want to eat it after a couple of hours ki abhi subah kha liya sham ke liye something else right isn't it we actually nourish ourselves with this kind of a food so if it rots outside won't it rot within also so what are we we are the outcome of something that eventually rots even if the uncooked food is kept how long does it last kitne din eventually the sabjis the vegetables the fruits will go stale isn't it so we are nourishing ourselves with something which is not lasting at all so definitely it is understandable that we are not infinite beings we are not nourishing ourselves with infinite things so you are nourishing yourself with rice that rots you are eventually going to rot and that in that finite being is trying to sing the glory of that infinite which nobody has understood as yet so you say take care koi baat nahi we'll give it a try so with your glory i'll cleanse myself as far as possible because i am this rotting being so with your grace i'll cleanse myself right shri guru charana saroj raj nij manu mukar sudhari baranu raghu var bimala jasu jo dayak falcha and after that with your grace i will sing the glories of hari after cleansing myself with your dust from your feet i will attempt to sing the glories of the lord which gives four fruits now you can call these four fruits anything but the ultimate fruits to me would be four and if you catch hold of any one of them <coughs> you will open the gate of vaikuntha and you have done this in great depth satya tapas what is the other two sochya and ahimsa or dana satya tapas dana and sochya and that also not satya is right ki humne sahi to bola unfortunately god has given us words just imagine if we were to communicate without words you can read my mind and i can read your mind there would be mayhem all around us i feel 
isn't it don't even know what's going on in that other person's mind bol kuch rahe hai kar kuch rahe hai dikha kuch rahe hai so just imagine you were to interact without words and i could directly read your thoughts scary isn't it we get scared by the by the thought of it also is graced us by giving us words working progress it's okay you use words for now so first and that also in thought word and deed purity in thought word and deed internal purity external priority satya in thought word and deed tapas austerity is not only fasting not only this control in thought word and deed and what was the last one satya tapas satya and daan daan in thought word and deed kai bar hum de dete hain with a half mind it's beautiful we send those details but if even one we can hold on to suppose we say no i'll hold on to satya the other four will follow they cannot not follow if you say i'll hold on to purity the other three will follow it is not possible they won't follow if you give in to tapas the other three will follow it is not possible that they won't follow so it is not what you you have to do all for choose one and do it with thought word and deed with full conviction so those four fruits are the outcome of prabhu katha in fact you can zero them down to two only two if you are going to put the entire grants in a capsule what would they come out to one saint beautifully says par ninda ya par peeda sam paap nahi और पर हित सम पुण्य ने फिनिश दैट्स इट इन टू लाइन डोंट बी बैड टू एनी बडी डोंट सी बैड अबाउट एनी बडी डोंट थिंक बैड अबाउट एनी बडी दैट इज द ग्रेटेस्ट पुण्य एंड इफ यू थिंक बैड अबाउट समबडी दैट्स द ग्रेटेस्ट पाप एंड वॉट इज द ग्रेटेस्ट पुण्य पर हित doing good for everything it does not only mean human beings it means a plant standing at your uh, uh, animal and ant <coughs> anything that comes your way and yourself also because your body is not you right so doing good to everybody on the way so that's it that is in a nutshell finish there is nothing more to it actually if we were able to understand this it's beautiful you know yudhishthir when we talk about yudhishthir he they used to sit with their gurus and they would listen so there was a chant which was given to yudhishthir and given to everybody else now everybody memorized it came to class next day bol diya now gurudev said yudhishthir sorry gurudev yaad nahi hua mujhe yaad nahi uth again the next day, again the next day, again the next day. Gurudev said what is it why don't you remember this He said Gurudev how can i say it till i've implemented it internalized it It's simple but it's simple to say but i can't utter it till i have actually started living it so abhi tak mujhe yaad nahi hua Such was you this It is not here It's very easy over here can you actually turn yourself around with what is being told that is true learning such was yudhishthir just imagine what kind of people existed arjun can we be like arjun i feel you know when you're sitting in a katha can you be like arjun he when he used to aim can we bhagavatam let it bhag let bhagavatam be the bow be the arrow and who do we have to aim at the divine lord how will you aim at the divine lord by thinking about so many things that are happening around you no right this guru asked kya dikh raha to many people we all know this very well but do we implement it knowing is different knowing everybody knows everything no i can't see that he says yes many people said i can see the trees i can see the fruit i can see the nest i can see the bird 
Arjun came and said, I don't see anything. Then what do you see then? I see that black pupil or that cornea, whatever that black bit. That's all that I see. Such was his focus. Then the Guru said, now shoot. And there it reached. Because that is all that he saw. We feel that we want to see so many things. Now one tapas we said that a person came and he said, can you help me find God? How long will it take? Guru Mata said, 12 years. It will take 12 years. 12 years? So much time. You are not going and plucking a tomato and coming back, right? Prabhu Prapti, can you make it a little less? Bargaini. She said 15 years. Are I am asking you to reduce the duration. 20 years. And if you utter another ma word, 25 and I will keep increasing it. You are not fit to come here anyways. Go. That is what we want, right? That is what we do. So we so very quickly, we like the diya. Our job is done. I have taken care of you. Now whole day, my dear Lord, you take care of me. I did my duty. Dry fruits, rakhe, ye rakha. Out of the house. Done. Then, then you don't have the time for the Lord any time after that, do you? You have time for coffee breaks. You have time for movies. You have time for going to the parlor. You have time for everything. We have time for everything in the world. But we do not have time for the Lord beyond that point. And then we say, Bhagwan mil milenge? And what do we say? For our children also say, it is not important the quantity of time you spent with them, but the quality of time. Neither do we have quality when we spend, with God, spend time with God, nor do we spend it in quantity. Right? Do we? How many times do we have this urge, ki, let me just finish this work because I have to get back to God. No. We say, let me just finish this prayer so that I get back to the world. Look at our priorities. So she said, Nahin milega. You have to have a nishche. The sun rises, isn't it? The sun rises every single day, whether we are awake or not. It does. Or it says, everybody is sleeping, why should I rise? No. Given time, it will rise. Given time, it will say, such as the tapas that is required. Not a single day. May it hail, you are not well. No. If I have to get up in Brahma Murat, I will get up at Brahma Murat and sit down. Everything, you know. One more beautiful thing she said was, you make a spiritual base. What we do is, we have to balance life, right? We spend our life balancing it. We are unable to balance anything and that is a reality. You cannot balance. You cannot put your legs in two, uh, two boats and sail, right? You have to choose either this or this. But the beauty about spirituality, and what is spirituality again? Because spirituality is being good. It's as simple as that. 100% good is equal to God. There is not, no rocket science to it. So, if you are 100% good, you are equal to God. Very simple. But it applies to everybody. So, what is the problem of having a spiritual base? It is asking you to be good. It is not asking you to leave the material world. But then with that base, move around in the material world and your choices will be beautiful. If you have the base of goodness, how can you have anything beyond that in the material world also? So why do we worry so much? <coughs> no, we cannot have spirituality totally. We have to strike a balance, she said. Balance. And beautifully she asks, how much percentage are you going to give to the material world and how much percentage are you going to give to the spiritual world? Is there a science or a math behind it? There is none. There is no rocket science. There is nothing in spirituality. One day, this is what happened. Ved Vyas was sitting. He was so, so upset, gloomy. Ved Vyas, oh my God, how could he be gloomy? And that also, a great author, a great Brahmagyani, he is said to be one of the avatar of the Lord himself. He was sitting and he was very gloomy. Sitting after what? Just sitting like us? No. He had written. He had segregated the Vedas. He has written the Mahabharata, including the Gita, which is in the Mahabharata. He had written 17 Purans. He had written the Brahma Sutra. And then he was sitting gloomy. Sad, gloomy. 
Not why Vedvyas. Let's go a step further. One day, Brahma himself, Brahma the creator, suddenly he said, there is no interest, you know, I've lost interest in life. There's such a vacuum in me. He was sitting gloomy. Doesn't that happen to all of us? Don't we sometimes feel that something is missing? No, don't we feel that we have everything, isn't it? And it's a normal phenomena. It is an epidemic. It is an outbreak. Everybody is suffering from depression. I am feeling depressed. There is a certain vacuum. And then we run after momentary sukh. Isn't it? Momentary joys. We run. This will get us joy. There are people who can't stay alone. They need company constantly. They need to be with people all the time. That is a very illness. There is a big illness. You can't be with yourself for a while. Why? Why? Then how can somebody else tolerate you for? Think about it. Now, when you cannot tolerate yourself for a while, how can somebody else constantly tolerate you? That is an illness. People are running to fill that vacuum, not knowing what. Momentarily, they'll fill it by buying something. And then suddenly, it is not interested any. It does not interest you anymore, right? You reach a goal and then say, "Acha, yehi tha kya?" Now and then, next goal, next buy, next purchase, next friend, and you get bored, 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 and then you sit. In spite of having everything in this world, I have a vacuum in my heart. What are we running after? That momentary sukh. Now, Brahma ji also had a vacuum in his heart. So, if he can get depressed, why can't we? It's all right, right? So he had a vacuum in his heart, and he was sitting. He did not know. He turned around and he looked. He said, what am I doing? <coughs> creating and creating and creating. And he was sitting. Where would Brahmaji turn to? He turned to the Lord. And he said, I don't know what's wrong with me. And then the Lord answered. And what the Lord said was only four shlokas of the Bhagavad. Only four. We have 18,000. Brahmaji got only four shlokas, which will come a little later. Because it was Brahmaji, the shlokas of Brahmaji. So they'll come towards the 10th chapter. Four shlokas of Brahmaji. From the Bhagavatam, the Chatur Shloki Bhagavat, and his gloom vanished. He became blissful again. And this Bhagavatam, these four shlokas, were heard by Narad when he was in Brahmaji's mind. He is the Manasputra, right? Naraji. Now the same gloom surrounded Vedvyasji. Now who is Vedvyasji? He is no ordinary person. He is Parasharji's putra, right? And how was he born? Under normal circumstances. The story of his birth is also very beautiful. Parasharji was an astrologer. And he said, the nakshatras demand that right now is the time that a beautiful, a child which is deserved by this universe will be born. Now what do I do? He was sailing on the boat. And then when this thought came to him, he shared it with a Navak, you know, he said, this is my thought. He said, see, I have a daughter, Satyavati. Why don't you take her? Get married to her. No problem. He said, okay. Then he, Satyavati gave her permission. And Satyavati had three demands. She said, first, she used to smell like fish. That is what they say. I don't want to smell like this anymore. I should have beautiful smell coming on. He said, done. Second, nobody should see. And third, the son we have should get world-renowned. He said, Tatastha. Suddenly the clouds came. And after that, after that, Vedvyas, oh, sorry, Parashaji went away. And Satyavati wore a beautiful child called Krishna Dvaitanya, if I'm pronouncing it right. And then he started growing. He was, he knew as if he had born. Many a times we see children who are very young, chanting without flaw. He was born with the entire knowledge. He was the need of that time. He was the 29th Vedvyas. The 29th Vedas have been 
segregated and reworded and every time it is a evolving grunt it is not that it was given to us and it remained like that no with every evolution with the need of the times vedas also evolved otherwise stagnancy it would start stinking it would not apply to us anymore right we might say it's an ancient grunt it's not the 29th vedas he bifurcated it he segregated it with this after that he said chalo let me write the puranas mahabharat he wrote the mahabharat he wrote the puranas he wrote the brahma sutra and then he was sitting here he said sublimely there is something wrong i don't know why i've written everything but why am i not happy what is missing when narad muni came he passed by he said ved vyas ji you are the donor of the four things you are the donor of you have given the bifurcations in the form of dharm arth kaam and moksha right all these vedas the upanishads the puranas the brahma sutra but you have missed out something very essential very very essential that is prem pyar potha par par jag hua pandit bhaya na koi thai aakhar prem ke pade so pandit hoy that little prem it is dry it is true it's divine we turn to it but where is that love for the lord wo chalakna chahiye where is it can't you do that kind of a yagna what happens in a yagna when they are doing it the, during the yagna we experience something very tedious isn't it our eyes start watering you know we choke it is not because of love we eyes start watering we choke we feel discomfort because of the dhua the smoke but let's do a yagna where your eyes start watering you choke you feel discomfort you feel desperate in a need to meet the lord let that yagna be the bhagavat yagna write it down write down that love in the form of words that love for the lord show them how every time a devotee calls the lord came running down nirgun and sagun what is the difference now uddhav ji because of whom shri krishna went into the bhagavat he was a nirgun upasaka he was a great gyani uddhav ji uddhav ji samse was a friend and samse was a cousin who was a son of dev bhag vasudev ji's brother so these are the two facts which are given about uddhav ji and uddhav ji was very arrogant he was a gyani he had the full gyan of everything be it upanishads grants ved gyan 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 and he said there is nothing he used to ridicule sagun upasaks nirgun prabhu ka koi form thodi hota hai kuch nahi hota and he told lord krishna why are you not clearing this doubt out of the gopi's head you left them and they cry every day because they miss you so much you were there with them for 14 years couldn't you give them this nirgun gyan couldn't you give them the true gyan she said they don't want to listen what do i do lord krishna said the gopis don't listen to me they say no we love this form of yours and we want to love you the way you are like this three sides he is twisted you know he's naughty singing he's playing his bansuri he's jumping around he said many a times i tried to give, give them this nirgun gyan you know gyan but they would not listen they would say we are happy being in love with you don't give us this mundane knowledge of yours krishna chup you play the bansuri so they never let me do this so uddhav ji you are a big gyani isn't it why don't you go and give them that gyan krishna na teen tarah se tede hain so you have to be very careful when he is giving you a task that's why when he came in the form of bhagavatam i was very very scared you never know what he's up to so he said you go uddhav ji bole kyun krishna you also come bole no 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 if i go they won't listen to me they'll ask me to play the basuri and you won't be able to give your gyan also so why don't you go you go and i'll write a letter telling them the please forget me uddhav ji is going to give you the right knowledge which is nirgun upasana brahman upasana gyan he is a big gyani so the wa pasta 
And Uddhavji was very, very dear to Lord Krishna. And he said, how will he float to Vaikundam with this ego of Gyan? It has to be slaughtered. So he said, go, 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 go. And Uddhavji went. Uddhavji, before Uddhavji reached, the gopis already had an intuition that Krishna is coming because the patra was there. So he thought, Krishna is coming, Krishna is coming, Krishna is coming. And they ran. By the time Uddhav reached there, they were already there and Uddhavji said, I have a letter from the Lord. And when they displayed so beautiful, they did not care what was there in the letter. They just wanted to touch the words of the Lord. He said, oh, Krishna held it. He wrote on this. Really? And they just snatched it and took it and hugged it. And then finally, they turned to Uddhav and said, Isme kya likha hai? Uddhav ji was so tormented. He said, Thar to diya pura. <laughs> Don't you know how to read it? They said, you're such a silly man, Uddhav ji. If we knew how to read, wouldn't you? Would we not have read? You would have asked. Uddhav ji tried. He said, Isme likha hai. He forget me. Forget my form. Uddhav ji will give you gyan. They all got so disheartened. They ran to Radha. They said, Dekho, Krishna has asked us to forget him. Forget his form. Forget his beauty. Forget his murli. And he has sent Uddhavji. Give us Nirgun Gyan of that Brahman to rid us of our sorrow. It's so beautiful, isn't it? Just imagine. He did not understand the simple thing that distance does not matter when you love somebody. Jalme basse kamodini, chanda basse akash. Jo jahi ko chahata, wo tahi ke pas. Kamodini is in water. The moon is in the sky. Can anybody say that it is far away? She opens for him and she closes for him. The distance does not matter. And the Leela Krishna played. Radha said, Ki, I don't want gyan. He said, will he give you bliss? <coughs> she said, I don't want bliss. I like this sorrow in which I keep thinking about the Lord. What is the point of bliss? I like this sorrow when I keep visualizing <coughs> the Lord in front of me, Lord Krishna. Eight minute be I don't lose this thought. When you're sad, you remember the thing which is worrying you more, right? When you're missing somebody, you remember that person more. It's okay. He said, but then he's not there with you. He's never coming back. <coughs> Radhaji said, really? You think he's not there with me, Uddhavji? And the Leela Lord Krishna does. He's known for his praise, right? Uddhavji could not believe his eyes. He saw Lord Krishna sitting right next to Radha with her hands around her, smiling. And Radha turned and said, Kim Uddhavji? Krishna is not here. He was shocked. He said, what? He could not believe it. Probably it was hallucination. It was an illusion. It was a magic. He touched the Lord. You have to touch to feel, feel the Lord. He said, he's there in flesh and blood. What has happened? He said, Radha said, that Gyani Uddhavji. That Gyani Uddhavji. That Gyani Uddhavji. When Lord Krishna was leaving his Sagun form, pleaded and begged. Kahato he was talking about Brahman and Nirgun and everything. When Krishna was leaving, he said, Where are you going? He said, This is just a form. He said, Please, who okay, can I see clear? Don't go. How will we manage without you? Then Lord Krishna said, I will immerse myself in the Bhagavatam. <coughs> every bit, every essence of mine <coughs> will be in this Granth. When you read it, you will feel me, you will know me, I'll be there. This Uddhavji requested Krishna to immerse in this Bhagavatam. Svetivyasji, who was so, so disheartened after writing, all the grants talked about the fifth most important thing that is Prabhu Prem. 
can there be gyan without bhakti can there be gyan without love for the lord why is it that so many enlightened souls who have crossed the ocean of mundane existence come back and will do naman on the feet of that vigra why do you ever wonder why think about it why is it gyani kyun bhakti karta hai why after the entire cycle why does he come back to bhakti and is bhakti that easy Let's find out what is bhakti, because this granth is supposed to tell us what bhakti is. Always Shivji and Parvati, and Parvati had the most beautiful questions. Right? Parvati was sitting, and Vamdev came, and he said, "You know, Parvati, you're such a docile female. Lord Shiva, your lord, your husband, has a garland full of so many women heads." around him did you ever question him as to who these beautiful women are parvati ji said i never noticed but yes you're right such beautiful women head he said i'll ask him today now shivji came and parvati ji said tell me one thing who are these women on your necklace one more beautiful than the other and why do you wear them around your neck shivji said It is better if you don't know. Please don't ask. He tried. He tried to avoid, you know. But then what happens to us is if we want to know, we want to know, right? So we make sure we know. So she chased him so much that Shivji finally said, "Okay, sit down." My dear Parvati, every time you take a birth, I fall in love with you so much, so much that I can't part with you. So every face on my mala. is your form in different 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 parts it is nobody but you she <coughs> was so touched but then she said tell me my lord why is it that you are eternal and i am nashwat i get dissolved how come why is it that this has happened he said i'll tell you why because i heard the bhagavat katha i heard bhagavatam and i became amar she said then you have to tell me so that i'll also become amar no you won't feel the sorrow of losing me again and again then so she was so and i like to know the glories of the god and shivji looked at her and he saw that love oozing from her eyes and he said theek sit i will tell you this bhagavat katha and shivji said listen but what happens to me is i go into samadhi when you start doing something you really really put your heart to and you love you go into samadhi he said i will go into samadhi while i'm doing the bhagavat katha it is my hari's katha so what you have to do is you have to do omkar so every time you have to acknowledge by saying hmm to make sure that i keep telling you the katha and you have not fallen asleep otherwise i won't know because i'll be in samadhi and you fall asleep and i'll be telling the katha to whom and he clapped he said not everybody can listen to the bhagavat katha go away everybody go away so everybody vacated that area it was only shivji and parvati sitting over there and the bhagavatam is being narrated the katha is going on and shivji went into samadhi parvati ji listened for a very long time but after the ninth book nearing the 10th book she fell asleep she fell asleep there was a big problem because somebody else was listening when they checked nobody was there there was a small little egg which had hatched just before bhagavatam began and that little egg which had hatched was a small little parrot who started listening to the story as well when shivji was narrating to parvati ji and he said oh my god now this lady has fallen asleep <coughs> and if she does not say hmm shivji will stop and then my katha i would not be able to complete the katha and he said no no how can he stop i want to listen to the entire katha i want to listen to the entire story what will happen next now what he did was he said it's okay he started saying hmm instead of parvati 
Then Shivji continued. He was in Samadhi. He had no clue. Again he had said, hmm. He continued. Hmm. He continued. And suddenly Parvati woke up towards the, when the Katha were over. He said, oh, you had stopped at that. Now you are supposed to start the Krishna Leela, isn't it? The tenth book. Shivji said, what? Why? I completed the entire story. You were saying hmm. So I thought you were there. She said, no, I fell asleep. She said, who has been listening to the Kata then? I ensured that everybody would move out. He looked around and he saw a small little parrot. And this parrot realized that, oh my God, Shivji is a little angry. Look at his Leela. Look at Shivji's Leela. He chased the little parrot to kill him. Now this parrot ran for his life. He ran and ran and ran and ran and ran and he entered somewhere near Vedvyasa's ashram and when he saw inside the kutia somebody was yawning, Vatika was yawning and he entered the mouth of Vatika. Vedvyasa's tea smile. There is another version to it but we'll stick to this one. She entered and then Shivji came running. He said, Vedvyasji, have you seen a parrot? He said, yes I saw but what is the problem? He said, that parrot heard the Bhagavatam. He was not supposed to listen to it. He is not an Adhikari, I think. I am going to kill it right now. But Vedyasdi said, but what is the benefit? What is the Mahatme of Bhagavatam? See, see, the, listen, the person who listens the, to the Bhagavatam becomes Amar. So Vedyasdi said, Shivji, then your agitation, your run is futile. No matter what, you cannot destroy him. He has already heard the entire Bhagavatam. He is Amar. Shivji said, oh, that is true. Shivji blessed him and he went away quietly. This Shuk, this little Tota, stayed in the garb for 12 years. Some say 16 years. He did not come out. Probably was so scared of Lord Shivji's, you know, anger that he stayed in there. And after that, he came out. And he is known as Shukdevji. Just imagine, Vedvyas is the author of Bhagavatam, and Shukdevji is the main narrator of Bhagavatam. Vedvyasji's son. Now Shukdevji used to listen to the Bhagavatam from his father, Vedvyasji. Puri Bhagavatam and depth Shukdevji heard, and Shukdevji had that this disinterest in his mind. Vedya said, why don't you start a family? He said, no, I don't want to get into Grastashram. I just want to go. I don't want to get bounded again. And he left. And that is where we started last time, right? And Vedyasji ran after him. He was running after him. And Shukdevji, dressed in literally nothing, was running ahead of him. He chased. He said, come back. And the trees were answering on Shukdevji's behalf because Shukdevji had left. But when Vedvyasji was following Shukdevji, he suddenly saw a group of women suddenly got their clothes and put them on. Now Vedvyasji stopped and he said, what? Just now, my son who was stark naked went from here. He was a young boy and you are young women. You were not wearing anything. You did not cover yourself. You did not even notice. You did not even feel shy. Why then that when I am passing, I am old? I'm dressed. Why did you, why were you in such an urge to cover yourself up? Look at him. He said, he is Shukdevji. He has no sense of himself. He has no sense of us. He does not see us as women and men. He does not see the gender bias which you still see. <coughs> that was Shukdev Muni. For him, there was no male, no female. Just imagine. So this is something we have to hold on very closely when we are listening to the Bhagavatam. When you are talking and listening to the Bhagavatam, there is no male, no female. Every character is but a soul. Because the narrator is beyond this. Would he stoop down to the level of a woman or a man? We stoop down to that level. And then we condemn the Granth. But the narrator is beyond this. Now Shukdevji used to roam around everywhere and once he went to Vekundham and again he was not allowed in Vekundham. Said, no, no entry. Shukdevji said, Are you? no entry to me? Why? A message came very clearly because you don't have a guru. 
बिकॉज यू डोंट हैव अ गुरु यू वोंट एंटर वैकुंडा बट माई फादर टोल मी दी एंटायर मंथ आज आई नो एवरीथिंग बट यू डोंट हैव अ गुरु सो यू कांट एंटर वैकुंडा सो ना शुकदेव शी वेंट बैक टू दिस फादर इज इट नाउ वट डू आई डू ही सेट आई कांट इनिशिएटिव वाई डोंट यू गो टू राजा जनक शुकदेव जी सर राजा जनक He is a grista. He is a raja. He is living in a kingdom with all the wealth. You want me to go to him for gyan? Shukdev ji, Vedya ji said that's the only person who can be your guru. Now Shukdev ji was very reluctant. He said, Raja Janak, what is there that Raja Janak will teach me that I don't already know? But Vedya ji said, why don't you go and find out? So he went. Now Shukdev ji was blessed with twelve siddhis. when he was born every time he would go to raja janak without that conviction and when he would come back he'd be one siddhi short every time he'd go he'd come back he'd be one siddhi short slowly all his siddhis started vanishing and narad muni saw this narad muni said oh my god what is this sukhdev ji doing so one day narad muni took another form and he stand stood next to the river and when shukhdev ji was coming from raja janak's palace he saw a man throwing sand into the river now shukdev ji said what are you doing why are you throwing sand into the river he said i'm trying to make a bridge see if i keep throwing sand into the river i'll make a bridge shukdev ji said you don't make a bridge like that the sand will just go waste your effort is going waste why are you doing this you need this and that and he started explaining the details then narad muni came back to his own form he said why are you wasting all your siddhis when your father said he is a guru why are you not going convinced go one by one you are throwing away all the siddhis which you have gathered after so many births like i am throwing away sand in the river if you can explain it to me why can't you understand now when narad muni said this shukdev ji said okay i will go but somewhere in his heart that conviction was not there and then raja janak knew and the stories are so beautiful how raja janak taught him a lesson the most pretty one is what raja janak had learned from another sage another guru of his and he implemented it on sukhdev ji now shukdev ji was not allowed inside raja janak used to be busy and he would have so many thoughts about raja janak yeah because he is busy he must be doing this he is a raja he is rani blah 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 but he would sit there he would keep sitting there he won't believe how long did shukdev ji sit there i thought it would be months but he sat there for years and raja janak made sure he was sitting near a garbage can that was the place and every time he would sit there there would be trash falling on him shukdev ji but raja janak would let him sit he would keep sitting there and then finally after years of waiting raja janak said ab usko bhej do because he was not returning back right till now till he met narad muni he was going back again and again again he sat there now i won't leave now so at least that much of conviction that much of desire to meet the guru has come and then he was called inside and raja janak started testing the most beautiful thing was about the fire soldiers came running saying the city is on fire raja janak said it's okay it's all god's will jo hoga dekha jayega the soldiers came running again the fire has come near the gates of the castle raja janak said it's all right don't worry it's all god's will jo hoga dekha jayega the soldiers come came running again that now the fire is moving towards the darbar where you are sitting my king raja janak said don't worry jo hoga dekha jayega but shukdev ji could not manage he got up and he ran because his kamandalu and stick and a piece of cloth was lying there they went there ran and then he came in raja janak said what happened shukdev ji muni but are the fire is coming and my kamandalu is there and is raja janak said and you say that i am a grista so i cannot teach you anything you are so attached to that one little kamandalu of yours i'm sitting here but i'm not attached to anything that is around me i'm doing my duty detached 
I work without any doership. <coughs> that moment, <coughs> Shukdev she understood what Raja Janak was, and he accepted him as his teacher. This was Shukdev Muni's story. The narrator, the main narrator of Bhagavatam, and it is said, right? Parrots are very, 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 very intelligent when it comes to selecting a fruit. You can put thousands of fruits in front of them. He will go and pick up the sweetest of fruit. So, Shukdevji Muni went and picked up the Bhagavatam, the sweetest of all grants to narrate. That was his choice. He said to be a parrot-faced cock, but maybe he is not. But he picked up the Bhagavatam and he started narrating Bhagavatam. <laughs> and when it comes out of the parrot's mouth, how sweet does it become? How sweet it is and how sweet it will become. Can you imagine? So all this said and done, when Vedya started writing about the love for God, the gloom went away. When he finished Bhagavatam, he felt satisfied that vacuum was no more. And he said, yes, I think... <coughs> What I've done is going to bring a lot of peace and happiness to everybody. Because understanding the Lord who loves you, one shout of yours and he comes. Can you imagine how much love there is? Kitti baram bol de na? I did not have time to take a bath, so I cooked without taking a bath, so I could not put bhog. Can you forget to give food to your child? We can so easily forget to give food to our Lord. Because we don't believe He's there. Agar hote, to aap unko khana nahi khila hote kya? Such contradictions. So if He is not there, then how can He help you? That pyaar is not there. Is there so much of love? Ki no, no. I have to get up before everybody gets up so that I have quality time with Him. Hey. And please don't call me right now. It is my time with the Lord. Everything is temporary. Isn't it? Everything is temporary. What is permanent? The Lord. We invest so much on temporary things. I know Binu right now. Till I am in Dubai. After I go back, I might not even talk to her again. Who knows? Gradually it fades away. How many friends have you met? And how much time have you invested on them? So many friends and we say there will be one true friend. But that one who moves with you all the time, how much time do you invest on him? How much love do you shower on him? It's just about love. Has not happened, right? Now Narad Muni also came to earth thinking that it is a divine place. He came down and he was going around earth. He went to Kashi, he went to Pushkal, he went to Kedarnath, Badrinath, Somnath, Jaha Pebhi. He went to Prayag, Tirto Katir. We go around, right? He's going around looking for what? Looking for something that he could not find. Something is so terribly missing. And he, that gloom went into him. That gloom took over. He said, There is something terribly wrong. There is something terribly missing. What is wrong with all these places? And suddenly, while going around, he came to Vrindavan. And what he saw broke his heart. He saw a young lady crying and there were two old men with her. She would cajole them, she would cuddle them, she would wipe their spit, she would hug them and again she would cry. She would look around for help, she would call for the Lord. But there was no solace. She kept crying and crying and crying. She herself was very weak. And these men Two old men whom she was hugging and crying and kissing. Naraji looked and said, This much love only a mother can shower on her child. But this, these two are so old. We don't shower so much love to our old, do we? Don't. We shower this love to a child. No matter how much love our mother must have showered on us. When she gets old, we'll call a nurse. So Naraji ko pata tha, ye bhool If somebody is even willing to wipe that spit and kiss it, who knows she's a mother? Because nobody else can shower that kind of love. 
And if she is so young, how can her children be so old? And who are the other damsels so beautiful? They're trying to console her and why is she crying so much? Nara, she was just thinking and passing by. Then this lady stopped him. <coughs> she said, Nara Muni, I must have done some punya that I have got to see you. Come here. Tell me. Can you please help me? Nara Muni said, who are you? She said, I am Bhakti. And these are my two children, Gyan and Vairagi. All the ladies that you see around me are the celestial rivers, Ganga, Yamuna, Saraswati. They are trying to console me. But to no avail. My children are becoming old. They are dying. This was my state also a little while ago. But when I came to Vrindavan, I at least resumed the young form. But my children, please help my children. They are dying. They are dying. Please help them. Imagine the plight of that mother, <coughs> seeing her children die. <coughs> we'll have to give Viram here for now. Just imagine the state of bhakti. That is the state of bhakti right now. She's crying. She's crying. Unconsolable. Pleading. Nobody has the time to listen to. Bhakti kle same kyan bairagi to purdur ki baat. Sad rai. And we celebrate Shivratri. What is Shivratri? What is Siv Shivratri? Dood chada diya, puja karni, dood chada diya. What is Shivratri? What is Shivratri? The nakshatras are very powerful today, we'll say, no? If you stay awake, stay erect, do tapas, parlachau. Really? Janmashmi bhi bhi nakshatra bhoat tej hoot hai. Then we say the same thing about Navratri also. The nakshatras. Who gives the power to the nakshatras? The nakshatras give the power to us or we give the power to the nakshatras? This was the day when the Lord Shiva married Devi Parvati. Right? That is how it is celebrated. Shivji is Adi Yogi. Sadhguru calls him Adi Yogi. The yogi before yogi and he still exists. Chiranjeevi. Shukdev ji Chiranjeevi. Vedvyas ji Chiranjeevi. It is possible. Because in today's world also we see Mahavtari Baba ji Chiranjeevi. He is there. People have seen it. So no doubt. Shiv ji hai. But is Shiv ji governed by the nakshatras? Or the nakshatras are governed by Shiv ji? In our calendars, if you look, every day is a festive day. If we go back and see, aaj ye hai, aaj wo hai, aaj ye hai, so every day has a very, very auspicious nakshatra. The planetary movement, the planetary conditions are very auspicious every single day. Isn't it? On this particular day, Lord Shiva probably realized his divine self. When we say Krishna hai, Krishna has entered. Krishna ka janamo. What is Lord Krishna? When I keep saying Krishna went into the Bhagavatam, Krishna went into the Bhagavatam. All his qualities, all that is him is there. When we say Ramayan, Maryadha Purushottam Ram. Ram ji ki katha, dharm, dharm rathari Ram. So you need that dharm. And then we say Purna avtar. Ram ji is dharm avtar. So is one inferior than the other? No. Unless and until you establish yourself in dharma, you cannot become the Purnavtar. It is a story of us. Nobody else. 
every single day, every single second, there is somebody who is realizing the true Satchit Anand Swarup of the Self. We say there are 12 Shivratris every single day. But this is a Maha Shivratri. Yes, probably the planetary conditions are strong. But that does not stop us from saying that every single day, the environment is conducive. Today might be the day when Lord Shiva realized himself. They say if you sit erect, the Shakti will go up through the chakras and then it will bring down Shiva. Yes, probably it could be the day for you. But every single day is a Mahashivratri. Every single day is a battle against the arrogance. You fight the arrogance. You stay awake in the midst of all the darkness around you. There is so much darkness surrounding us all the time, isn't it? We have a battle every time. Why do you see that all our grants are written in a battlefield? Gita Gyan, battlefield mein hua, Kurukshetra, Mahashetra. Chand, Mund, lad rahi hai. Every time you see these gods fighting, fighting what? Lord Shiva, he is always there with a serpent. If you realize, we are always there with serpents. One bit of awareness lost and we give in to bitterness. Isn't it? It's so easy. It's so difficult to stay, into, stay in awareness. Right? Today they are telling us, be aware, be awakened. Not only today, every single day. <coughs> that bad thought, fight it. That bad word, fight it. The bad feeling towards somebody else, fight it. It's a battle. And you have to stay awake all the time. It is not, yes, I've achieved, now I can rest. No. You never know when you'll slip down again. It is a constant battle. So you cannot sleep. <coughs> Can you sleep? Thinking that the Andhakar will not sink in again. You have to be awakened all the time. It is a conscious effort to fight that evil. So it is, it is true. Probably it was true for Shivji. He is very true. Many people say don't mix that. It's all symbolic. I don't believe it. If I am real, so is he. And so is any other god. As real as I am. If I am real, the Ganpati that comes to my house is real. How can I say I am real and this is not real? So Shivji awakened himself. He's telling us, when the bitterness seeps in, keep it here. Don't let it enter. When that bite of bitterness comes, fight it. Be awakened, be aware. Only then, by constant awareness and staying awake all the time and fighting this ignorance, Will you be able to realize your true self? And what is the true self that Bhagavatam is telling us that we are? What is the true self in which Lord Shiva is always drunk? He's always drunk in bliss. Isn't he? He's always drunk in bliss. Ananda. We run after momentary joys. Sukh. Like that uh, mrik, isn't it? Kasturi mrik. It's running after, trying to find out. Momentary sukh, momentary sukh, momentary sukh. But you are sad, chid, anand, swarup yourself. Shivratri is telling us, awaken. Be vigilant. Fight the andhakar. Because you are sad, chid, anand, swarup. It is you. And what is sad, chid, anand, swarup? Yes, you can say Sat, Chit, Anand. Truth, Consciousness, Bliss. But other, another way to look at it is Sat, Chit, Anand. Always in bliss. Always in everlasting, infinite Anand. It is Sat, Chit, Anand, Rupaya, Shri Krishna, Vayam, Nama. It's the first look. Sat, Chit, Anand, Rupaya, Shri Krishna, Vayam, Nama. That one which is ever in bliss. Chiranand. We are Chiranand. Lord Shiva is Chiranand. But how do you reach that state? By staying awake, alert. To what? To the bitterness all around us. Don't let it go in. Don't let your guard off. 
question about Subhedji. He told us two stories. In the first story, he appears to be a person of Vairagya and devotee, Bhakti. Subhedji. Haji. But in the second story, when he goes to Vaikam Dham, he needs to have a guru. And then when his father tells him that you have to go... Why do you need a guru? Um, it is the same story. It's a continuation. He is born and then he grows up. And in that same birth, he goes to Vaikuntam, but why do you need a guru? And that also, he needed a grist guru. Why? That's one question. Yes. Because a guru... A, a guru does not do anything. He leads you to the path, no. to the God. You have to lead yourself to the path. Yes. Nobody can lead you, because every path is different. We make a mistake of making one man's philosophy and the religion. The guru never says that. It is his experience. The Guru is not going to say that you'll have a similar experience. The Guru says, this is what I experience. Now you experience it yourself. We decide to handhold. Don't we? The Guru does not want you to hand. It was to curb his ego. Yeah, because... The Without, with ego, you don't fly up to Vaikuntham. Because uh, he had that ego that he cannot, Dashraji uh, cannot give him any... Uh, Janakji cannot, cannot, yeah. cannot give him any teaching. He is beyond it or... Somewhere he did not even think. You need to bow your head in front of somebody, right? Sarto jukava hi That is the main important thing, humility. So that means like our period of time, although he, he was a viragi, he was a bhak, but somehow ego had sprouted in him. It can come to anybody, isn't it? That is why you have to be awakened. Why does it? Ratri, Shiv Ratri, Jago, 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 Jago. You have to stay awakened. Bade bade lo. Narad Muni? Narad Muni got ego sometimes. Remember when we did Namayan? Many, many things. So it is something that it's an ongoing process. You never win the entire battle. The minute you let go, it seeps in. And if you have to narrate the Bhagavatam, which is the Granth of Gyan, you have to be free of yourself. Otherwise, you can't do it. Parvati and Shivji, it's so beautiful, the analogy. Parvati is taking births again and again and again and again. And Shivji is the soul. He's entering different, 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 different. Parvati is the intellect which is still getting refined. It takes time. The soul is all knowing. Shiv is all knowing. Do we teach anything to the soul? No. You're just cleaning your intellect so that the soul can shine. It's there, all knowing. Everything is there. So, is it a mantra that enlightens your soul or the soul enlightens the mantra? Think about this. Is it by chanting Vishnu Sahasranama, I will get enlightened? Or when Bhishma was so enlightened that Vishnu Sahasranama came out of his mouth? It is very important to understand this. <coughs> Let's think more. To stop Monday. Anything else? Anna? Anything else? We'll sing the budget two minutes.